Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about other people's passions and drives and hear what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey friends, welcome back to Virtually Best Friends Pod. Welcome. We are so happy to have you here today. Oh man, Caitlin, it has been a big week for us and just in general in the United States. How are you feeling today? I am feeling so much hope. And I think I've been feeling so much more hope than I felt in the last couple of years. So it was a different feeling to wake up this morning and feel just energized knowing what is to come. You know, I think um, Sarah kind of said what I felt, and this is Sarah Rose Stewart, which is someone that we both follow on Instagram, but she was just talking about how there was kind of this relief to know that there were people that were going to be just, that you were worried about what you were going to wake up to. Like you didn't think that there was going to be some Twitter rant that caused another war. Like you were just, I just felt like we were back to this, place of just is this normal (laughs) in politics like I didn't even have to turn on CNN today like I wasn't anxiously watching the news yes and that's such a good way to put it and I love the way that Sarah put it too I think there's just this feeling of getting back to the basics of empathy of listening of transparency and it's a whole different feeling that I don't think I realized how much anxiety I had on my shoulders the last couple of years until this week. And the waterworks have been coming out. <laughs> watching the inauguration yesterday. It's it's definitely been a memorable week, to say the least. I agree. Okay, well, before we get into thumbs up, thumbs down, Caitlin, Do you remember how in last week's podcast episode, we were talking to Kristen and I mentioned that she inspired me to to try out a new sustainable swap? Yes. Okay, fill us in. How how are things going? I just got my package in the mail today. So I got my first package of real toilet paper. It is bamboo toilet paper, which is more sustainable just because it takes less water to grow bamboo. Bamboo grows super quickly. Um, And so it's not one of those resources like with trees where you would need it to be like super young trees that take a really long time to grow and then you have to cut them down. So I'm really excited about that. I haven't opened the box yet just because I have a couple of rolls left and I didn't want to like jump the gun, but I'm so excited. I will keep you filled in if you want to know that stuff, but I'll let you guys know how it goes. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear about that. Actually, when you were chatting about that, I was even thinking this past week after talking to Kristen that I cannot wait to make that swap the next time I need toilet paper. I don't need it right at the moment, which I also thought was kind of ironic that we were talking about toilet paper after the shortages last Mm -hmm. spring. I mean, we kept going when the pandemic first started. There was no toilet paper anywhere that anybody could find. So, hey, great to find some alternative options for sure. (laughs) All right, Caitlin, what was your thumbs up this week? My thumbs up this week was definitely the inauguration. Hands down, watching the celebration last night was absolutely incredible. Um, Just 
yeah, like we've talked about, it's just, it's going to be, I have good feelings about the the next four years and this next term. And I think on kind of a side note, I have a separate thumbs up. Today, I had a meeting um, with a couple of middle schoolers who met with us virtually. And I didn't realize, but the one of the middle schoolers was one of my former students. And it was just the coolest moment. They were presenting to us about some new clubs that they had an idea they wanted to start for the elementary schoolers. Um, if you don't know, I teach second grade. So it was just the sweetest moment to be able to see a former student. And especially since we're all online right at the moment, it just warmed my heart. So today was off to a really great start. How about you? What was your thumbs up moment? Oh, I love that. I'm definitely that kid um, that loves to keep in touch with some of my teachers, literally Facebook friends with a third grade teacher, which is ridiculous. But um, yeah, I have to say that my thumbs up would definitely be just like yours. The inauguration, it was just such a moving day for me in general. So many tears, so much camaraderie on Instagram, like just chatting with people about it. I'm surprised no one unfollowed me like too badly because I, it was all I could post and think about the entire day. The fashion, the looks that people were serving. Oh my gosh. So Also, yeah. absolutely. I am just going to say some of those outfits, I was in awe. Like just monochrome. Yes. Watching Michelle walk out in her power suit. Oh, just love so her. great. Just want her to just take just take me under her wing. Like I love her so much. I love her. Um, but yeah, and even the like little um inauguration like concert around the world thing at the end, I thought it was kind of cheesy, but I was here for it. It was like the day for that. Like I like that Joe Biden in the inaugural staff that they just decided not to make it so much about him. They were like, let's spread the love around the world and have other people kind of show off what they've been doing. And that warmed my heart so much. And then I guess like another another part of my thumbs up, I can see um, DC from where I live. So I got to see the fireworks display and that was oh. so cool because it was a surprise and I was like, Oh my gosh, it just waterworks. And I just, I can't say good. That was my yesterday. Yesterday, just all of the day was my thumbs up. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sierra. And I saw your Snapchat of the, or Instagram story of the fireworks. And oh my goodness, just amazing. How cool to be able to partake in that, even from a distance, to be able to see that celebration had to have been just incredible. Oh, man. Okay. Not to bring this down a notch, but do you have a thumbs down this week? You know, not really. I mean, there were just like some minor things, but I, I think just we have a brand new year and I feel like that is just the overriding wave. How about you? I would have to agree with you again. I don't think that I've been able to focus really too much on anything else. I mean, besides the anxiety that I was talking about last week about, you know, just what would happen during the day. I think we hit a point in the day where I'm like, I think that I can en just enjoy it. Like, I think I can just be happy. I don't need to be so worried anymore. And yeah, I just, I just think I didn't really have one of those thumbs down moments in the last couple of days. Yes. You know, I'm with you. And I was thinking about it too. We had talked about like New Year's goals and in a way it kind of feels like a brand new year today. Like that feeling of a new year, like time to make some goals and resolutions. Exactly. It feels like the last three weeks of 2021 was just practice. They don't count. They were yes. just- 
hungover from 2020 and now we can kind of start this new year ritual. I totally agree, especially now that we have, you know, a new vice president in office. I mean, I, no shade to Joe Biden, um, but I'm a little bit more excited about having a woman in the vice presidency position, not only a woman, but a black woman and a woman of South Asian descent, like snaps for her and for just showing the world that women, girls, like we don't have to dream small. We can end up in the White House one day. Yes. So we have been feeling incredibly inspired by Vice President Kamala Harris. We have been feeling inspired by a lot of the stories we were talking about watching the special last night, which for those of you listening last week, if you haven't had an opportunity, please take some time to just see that. It was a really great feature of so many incredible people around the United States who have come together in the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic, to make a difference. And there's also this feeling and a feature around women who are breaking the ceiling. And with Vice President Harris being breaking all kinds of ceilings in her new role as vice president, we are feeling extra inspired by so many other women who are breaking the glass ceiling. So we wanted to share a couple of women, and maybe you've heard of some of these gals, um, maybe not, but regardless, they've been doing incredible things in their field, and we figured this was a great, uplifting, inspirational segment. So we're excited to share a couple of these with you. Yes, yes, a little girl power moment, if you will. Caitlin, take it away with the first woman on our list. Yes, okay, so the first woman we have to put first is definitely Vice President Harris, who, like Sierra said, is the first female vice president, the first black vice president, an Asian woman, just an incredible gal who has done so many things. She's got a long history of politics and she puts her heart into all that she does. She is the first female district attorney. She was the first attorney general in California. So she has really made strides and we're so excited for her in this new term. Just snaps for her. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get over that anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) But the next woman that we would love to share with you all is Sarah Fuller. She is a kicker for the Vanderbilt football team. And she was actually the first woman to score points and play in a power five, which is a different division of football in the NCAA conference game and make the extra point. So she is also, so she's a soccer player as well, right? Yes. So pretty she, sure. So she plays for the Vanderbilt soccer team. And then she yep. also plays for the football team, the first woman to do that. And she scored some points, y'all. So snaps for her too. Yeah, really. Just so cool. And then going along the sports trend, we have Kim Ang, who is the first female MLB general manager. She is currently the general manager of the Miami Marlins, and she has a long history of baseball. Uh, She's been involved with the LA Dodgers and interned with the White Sox. And she has been in baseball for over 30 years. So really exciting. And all of these women that we're talking about today have been breaking glass ceilings throughout 2020 and 2021. Yes, we're trying to highlight those women in the last, you know, year or so that have been just doing big things. And we want to share another woman in sport, which is Becky Hammond. She was the first woman to coach in a regular season NBA game for the San Antonio Spurs, which snaps to her too, about time. Yep, yep. Okay, and then we also have Jennifer Dudna, who is an American biochemist. And her work over the last year and um, her time 
researching in her field has been working on gene editing. So she's been working with her uh, partner, Emmanuel Charpentier. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but Emmanuel is also a French professor and a researcher. And this past year, they won the 2020 Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize in chemistry. Uh, Jennifer Dudna has also worked with the Howard Hughes Medical Center since 1997. So pretty cool achievement to make the Nobel Prize. Ooh, a little, I'm like trying to not have these flashbacks to, to like college chemistry where I was, you know, crying while I studied and to think that she's out here just winning Nobel prizes in it. Like that's amazing for sure. Yes. Go women in science. Woo. Hey, we're going to make like a hard, hard left right now. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about one of my girls. Um, so if you're on TikTok, <laughs> you may have just been seeing this kind of fandom surrounding Olivia Rodrigo when she released the song Driver's License. One, the song is fire. Like it is just amazing. Homie put her whole heart and soul in it. It's very Taylor Swift-esque in that she's writing about a situation with a boy, but just the way she's able to like carry those vocals, she really makes you feel for her. Like all of us were about to go get Joshua. Like we were all anti him for a good hot second. Anyway, all that to say, she was um, the star of High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is where I found her. If you want a soundtrack to listen to, also amazing. Some great songs on there. But uh, so she was a star in that. The song's about actually the boy, the male lead in that show as well. But she's 17 years old. And her song, Driver's License, was the most stream song in a single week on Spotify. To give you a little perspective of how amazing that is, her song was streamed 65,873,080 times in a single week. And that was just like the week of January 14th, which is just mind-blowing. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, I cannot comprehend 65 million. That is amazing. <laughs> and so I mean, I contributed too. to it for sure. <laughs> Right. And like if that's 65 million streams in one week and that was on January 14th. And is <laughs> okay. it just on Spotify? Like does it count other platforms? I because so. I don't I know. listened to it on Apple Music. So like I, maybe I wasn't even contributing to that number. Right. Like I, I honestly wonder. And okay. So where it's January 21st right now. I wonder how many streams she has right now. Like is it double that? That's I mean, probably. Amazing. And then Joshua, like, tried to do his little clapback song <laughs> and then um, called Lies, Lies, Lies. And, like, you want, I don't know if you've seen my story today, Caitlin, but, like, to make the whole crazier, Sabrina Carpenter is releasing her song at midnight tonight. Really? So, yes. So, all the drama, I'm here for it. I actually like Sabrina Carpenter. Like, we're not mad at her. I'm just mad at Joshua. Like, that's it. Like, Sabrina Carpenter, like, she didn't do nothing wrong. She was just, she just liked the guy. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All the different dynamics, for sure. Well, it's so interesting, I think, especially this year, just how powerful music can be when we aren't going out and doing a ton of things. We're listening to a lot. Um, another 
gal who's been breaking records is Billie Eilish, who is 18 years old. We seem to have a trend of 17 and 18-year-olds. I'm just in awe. What was I doing at 18 years old? <laughs> I was <laughs> going to school. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I was not making records. Um, I think I was more worried about like making sure my... <laughs> I could drive people around in my car. Um, I didn't even have my driver's license yet. So good for you, Olivia. No, I didn't. I wasn't allowed to get mine until later on. So I, I got my driver's license at 18. I think, I think it was like my 18th birthday was when I got to do driver's ed type stuff. Um, So somewhere in 18 or 19. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I definitely was not winning the Grammys at age 18. (laughs) So Billie Eilish, 18 years old, she swept the Grammys with winning all four major awards in 2020. Best song, artist, album, and record of the year, which is crazy. And it's not even her first album because I know she's been recording for a while. Um, Her music is a mix of a lot of different genres. Really cool. I definitely like some of her songs. There was one time last year that I just went down a rabbit hole of looking her up and listening to all of her music. And it's just incredible. I, I'm just. Do you in happen? Awe. You happen to know what the song was that she won for? You know what? I don't know. We can look it up. Okay. Well, maybe we'll you should look up on the next I'll one. On my, I'll do that on my own time. I was just curious. Yeah. I like her too. I like a couple of her songs. Um, yeah. Her voice is like kind of mesmerizing to me in some of her songs. Um, like there are a couple that I listen to, but okay. Last sure. but not least on our women like trailblazer edition of this episode is my homie. I keep saying that like, okay, I get really hyped about females just making moves. Like I love when they just show off like that. And Amanda Gorman, who was the poet at the inauguration, completely blew me away. Like Literally, yes. I was talking about the fashion. I was talking about some of the other things, but Homegirl stole the show with her poem. Like, I think I just, it just, I have no other words other than it blew me away. So Amanda Gorman is a 22, is 22 years old. She's like the youngest poet to speak at the inauguration. And I just love how when she's able to speak, what comes out, like that sounds so ridiculous, but poets, like, man, like, I don't understand how someone can have a way with their words like that. And to know that she also has this speech impediment that she had to work through in order to be in that position. She actually used Aaron Burser, fun fact. Um, she used that song from Hamilton to kind of work through some of her speech impediment. And then to have that, you know, going on in your life and then go on to be this great speaker, just like Maya Angelou, just like um, <laughs> while she was doing an interview with Anderson Cooper and they were talking about that together too, about how like, you know, just having this speech impediment and then having to be in the media. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just super proud of her. And like, I'm her biggest fan now. Love her. Yes. She really did steal the show. She is incredibly eloquent. I mean, her her what she said just captured the nation. I think that, that was the say. right word, eloquent. Yes, <laughs> I was and, like, I can't even find the words right now. <laughs> no worries. And and truly just what a great message too to send to young girls who are looking up at this moment in time to go, you know, look at all of these women who are doing incredible things and recognizing too that they're overcoming challenges and 
look at look at how far she she's climbing you know and she and she has so much more of her life to go like someone was talking about her and they were just saying you know this is not the last that we've heard of her like mm -hmm. she is a household name from now on and she still has so much of her life theoretically left to live and that's just yes mind-blowing in itself and fun fact, so the ring, I just looked it up, that she was wearing was a caged bird, and it was a gift from Oprah as a tribute to Maya Angelou, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, her poem. Just incredible. I'm, man, if you I love all your stories today, too, about her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, because I'm obsessed with her. But if you haven't had the chance to um, listen to her deliver that poem, highly, highly recommend you look it up online. She throws in some Hamilton references just too, but I thought that that was super cute. And she had her own fangirl moment with Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I was like, wow, she's a normal person, but also this like <laughs> badass like poet. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For sure. Oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. So also I just, side note, looked it up. Billie Eilish's song was for a bad guy. Oh, okay. I heard that one. Was that? And she won that for 2020? Oh my gosh, this has been the, that was the longest year ever. I, like, I, I know, you know, as we were kind of compiling this list, I was thinking like, what a year. It's so weird to see pictures too of people not wearing masks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there was a normalcy to things. And I still kind of laugh though too, because I watch TV and Netflix and whatnot. And I'm always like, why aren't these people wearing a mask? <laughs> <They're outside laughs> their homes. <laughs> why are you kneeling? Oh man, man. But yeah. Um, I hope that, you know, just sharing some of these like just amazing women who are breaking glass ceilings in this last year or so really inspires you to go out and just do the thing, man. Just do the thing that you want to do. I think that so often we hold ourselves back or we say, you know, maybe there's no one there yet. Or maybe you think that there's too many people there. Or maybe you just it just comes down to not thinking that you are enough. But if these women aren't an example that you could do whatever it is you want to do, then I don't, I don't know what else is. And yeah. you're amazing. You can do it. Yes, absolutely. And being able to see the legacy and sometimes in the case of a lot of these women, like the first steps that they've taken in their field to change the game and to change how things look and hopefully pave the way for a future generation of girls who are so eager to do the same thing. I, it, It's incredibly powerful. So like Sierra said, just go out and do it. You know, you never know where it could lead you. Could lead you on a podcast with a friend that you've never met before. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> All right. Well, friends, we are definitely looking forward to 2021. And hopefully there will be more women making this list. And who knows? Maybe I love we'll that. Do. Like, maybe we should we should do this. Yeah. Another time, um, just, you know, go through and talk about some amazing women. Um, I mean, no shade to the guys, but I do have a, a big heart for like this women making history or women that have done things in the past yep. or, you know, small business owners, all of that. Like, I just Absolutely. love to see women doing their thing. So we might bring this back again another time. Um, but until then, you can find us at Virtually Best Friends Pod on Instagram and online on our website, virtuallybestfriendspod.com. Um, and we're back here every Thursday. 
Yeah. Thanks for joining friends and we'll talk to you soon.